Welcome to the College Prep Genius Radio Show, where we can answer all your questions about getting college for free. Today, your host is Jean Burke, the author of College Prep Genius, The No-Brainer Way to SAT Success, and you can find her at collegeprepgenius.com. And I'm the moderator, Felice Gerwitz. Welcome. And welcome. This is an episode of collegepressgenius.com forward slash podcast. And today with me on the line is Jean Burke of College Prep Genius. And today, Jean is going to talk about the topic great teens. Yes, this means you. Um, some of the topics we're going to talk about are conflict, connecting, uh, communion, change, and the conclusion. And this wraps up. Um, the series with all of the C's, as I'm putting it, Jean. Um, and so um, the last couple of podcasts, uh, the links will be on uh, the show notes on Podcast 39, and you can find it again at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast. And I invite you to listen on iTunes, on your podcast app, or on the website. Well, Jean, um, we've been doing this entire series on making our teens competent, um, helping our teens make great choices, explaining consequences to our teens, and now we're going to help them um, with some conflict resolution and um, allowing them um, to, you know, make some changes here, and you're going to wrap this up. So let's start with conflict. You know, there's there's always going to be conflict. Um, in marriage and with friendships and certainly parents to teenagers. I mean, we're, we're all different people with different personalities. We have different backgrounds, different experiences. I think one of the things as a parent, all of us, if, if we could do this, we could take all of our mistakes and, and all of our wrong choices and we could take all the information and put that in our kids' heads so that they wouldn't make them. We would do that. Um, but you know what? We don't, we don't get to do that. And so, we know, you know, we want to save them from everything, and we're not going to be able to, you know, to accomplish that. But what we can do is obviously know that when things do arise, when there is conflict, when there are problems, you know, that, that as parents, we, you know, we can handle this. One of the things when, when you think about it this way, as a parent, uh, you know, I talk about this all the time about uh, being, it takes courage to be a parent, and and that we live in a situation where everybody uh, wants their kids to, their kids to be their friends. But you know what? They're not your friends. You're not their friends. They have friends. You are their parents, and your job is to love them and guide them and nurture them and point them in the right direction. But if your if your child is your friend, uh, then they'll be your enemy as a teen. And so I think we need to raise teenagers that we want to be friends with as adults. Think of it this way. Think about relationship before rules. You know, when you've got that relationship with with them that you've built, then it's, it's, it's so much easier to bring in the rules uh, because they're going to respect you and they're going to want to want to um, to please you as a parent. And, you know, the pick your battles wisely is such a, it's such a great thing because, you know, there, there are going to be conflicts. There are going to be things that you're going to child, tell your child, no, or you can't do this, or I don't agree with that. Um, um, so be careful. You know, it's, it's fighting the small stuff uh, and learning to pick, not sweating the small stuff, and learning to pick your battles wisely and really looking through their eyes. You know, if you were them or if you were in their situation when you were a teenager, you know, how, how would you see this and how could we resolve this situation? 
and not and not ignoring. Sometimes we we sweat the small stuff and we ignore the big stuff, uh, which could be the drugs or the alcohol, that sort of thing. So I think as a parent, one of the things it comes down to when it comes to situations where there are conflicts and there are problems is either having too much or too little discipline. It's, it's a balancing act. And I, I think that's something that you learn as you go, and it's something that you know your own child. Sometimes some children um, need a different punishment than another child just because that's who they are. That's their makeup. And one thing will work for one but may not work for the other. And so, again, being careful not to crack down on everything, you know, giving our, giving our kids structure and, uh, and, and boundaries. You know, believe it or not, teenagers want boundaries. There's safety. It means I love you. When you say, yeah, you can do whatever you want, I don't really care, the kids automatically just saying, well, I can do whatever I want because my parents really don't care about me. They don't love me. They could care less if I'm dead on the street. So they, even though they may give you um, a hassle about some things, really deep down inside, they actually want those boundaries because it says, yeah, I, I care enough about you. I love you enough. I, I want you protected um, that it's, it's something other that you know could lead me down the wrong path, and I, I, I can see uh, that I have that trust in you that you want my best. And I think sort of the bottom line that comes to conflict is when we are having an issue with our teenagers, just listen, listen, listen. What are they saying to us? Why is there a conflict? And then one of the ways that we as a parent to help resolve conflict to help being able to understand our teens is repeat back what they said. Very, very important. Because I think sometimes teenagers, when there is a problem arising between the parent and the teen, I think sometimes they feel like, well, they're just not listening. They don't get it. Mm -hmm. They don't understand. So whatever they've just told you, repeat it back. So you're saying that dot, dot, dot. And then they, they're they're more apt to go, well, you do get it, or you do understand. You still, may not, you still may say no, or you still may not agree with me, but at least you're listening to me. So I think that's very important. That is. And so um, very important point about conflict. All right, what, what about connect? Connecting, you know, being able to have that missing element between, you know, us and our kids, uh, something that, you know, when they were little, it was it was easy, it was great. You know, when I asked my kids and I interviewed them, you know, what, you know, what do we do right, what do we do wrong? And um, one of the things my son said, he says, Mom, one of the things that you did was you really just taught us how to earn everything. You know, nothing was given to us. And you just gave us a high standard of knowledge and being excellent. You know, I remember on their notebook, I wrote the scripture, do everything as unto the Lord. And when they were little, so they could see that scripture every single day. And so I think the connection that we as parents uh, really show them that anything is achievable. And, you know, to not to not really take no, there's for closed doors, you know, there's always going to be another way. For, for my kids, you know, being able to um, demonstrate that information to them, you know, ultimately led into, of course, as you, as you know, my story of, of free college and, you know, my son became a National Merit Scholar and, you know, ultimately getting free law school and things like that. But when he when he came to me, when he first graduated college and he was working at marketing in Dallas, he came to me and said, you know, Mom, the Lord is calling me to L.A. 
And I was just like, what? <laughs> no. And he said, hey, they, they need the Lord there too as well. And, you know, he, he was someone that my son is an introvert, so he's opposite of me. Um, but he did understand the connection that him and I had as far as being able to watch me know that, you know, obviously, as the saying goes, fortune favors the bold. He went out to L.A. Um, he conquered acting. He got became a SAG member in two months. I think 98% of actors take years, if most, if not ever, some of them never become a SAG. Um, uh, someone who is enrolled in the SAG. Um, but you know, it was he found it wasn't a good place for his heart. But you know, he still got success. So as a teenager, how can we connect with them as we're as we're encouraging them to go out and do anything? You know, they they're just like your younger kids. They spell love T I M E. Believe it or not, not most most teenagers want to be with their parents. You know, to encourage them and you know show them you know speak their language. So one of the ways you can connect with your kids is you know having a date night with them, even as a teenager. And making sure that it's an uninterrupted date night. Let's say you're out to dinner and you're or with your your teenager, and a friend stops by and says, "Hey, how you doing?" And he comes up to your table and he's and you know saying, "You know what? Listen, can I call you next week? My son and I are on a very important date right now, and uh, you know I just want to give him my full attention." You know that teenager will just be floored. They will love that you have made them the most important thing at that moment while while you're out. So I think that's really important. You know, maybe, uh, you know, as what another way that you can connect with your teenagers is to take a class together. It, it could be, you know, a painting class, you know, a kickboxing class. You can create your own book club. Uh, just be crazy with them, you know. One of the things that we did with my kids and I, I, it's one of the books that I'm writing, another one of my list of things to do. Um, we always had really fun parties, and we were known as the, the fun party house. And, you know, we did really cool things like hope chest parties and mother-daughter sleepovers. And we played the mole and Survivor, and we did a costume ball, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, I think my kids realized that, you know what, if, if, we, if there was going to be a party, we were going to have it, and everybody wanted to come because it was, just very unique and fun parties that nobody else was having. I think that, um, you know, truth or dare or spin the bottle, those were the only things that I found when I was looking for something to do with my teenagers. And I said, yeah, well, we're not going to do that. You know, do, do something crazy. Drive down the street and hang your head out the window and say, hey, I got the greatest kid in the world. I mean, they'll act mortified. But you know what? Deep down inside, they'll love it. Um, so it's okay. You know, we're all like teenagers. So be fun and be crazy with them. That's so funny. Um, you don't know uh, this pair of authors, and someday I hope to introduce you to them. But I did, um, and I'll have to send it to you, Jean. I think you'll get a, a kick out of it because I think you could have read this book or written this book. It's called Secret Code Time, Creating an Unbreakable Bond Between Parent and Child. And a mother duo wrote this together and you sound um just like just like the oh, wow. author. Uh, yeah. She's she would do crazy things like that. So yeah. Um I think I'm more like your son. I I I can speak in public and you know that I do and I host a podcast and and everything else, but uh, you know, I tend not to draw I try not to draw attention to myself. So 
<laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, depending on your kid, I think, and if that works. Okay, so uh, we are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come right back, we're going to conclude with our three C's here, which are communion, change, and conclusion. Um, and this podcast is episode 36, uh, sorry, episode 39, and um, how to have great teens. So, teen success. We'll be right back. With College Prep Genius, free college can happen to you. That's right. It's never too early to start thinking about test prep to secure your future. Imagine getting free tuition, room, and board, free grad school, and more based on your SAT score. College Prep Genius is the key to free. This award-winning, nationally-featured program teaches students the logic behind the SAT, You'll learn to answer every question in 30 seconds. Raise your score as much as 600 points and go to the college of your dreams for free. Visit collegeprepgenius.com to know more. Hi and welcome back. This is Felice Gerwitz with Jean Burke on the line, and this is an episode of College Prep Genius Podcast. You can find the show notes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast, and this is episode 39, um, Great Teens. Um, yes, this means you. So I'm excited about uh, the conclusion of this uh, four series of podcasts, and we will have the links on the show notes page on the website for each of the podcasts uh, in this series. And so, Jean, um, you've already spoken about conflict and connecting, and now you're going to talk about communion. Yes, communion. Even though it's last, it's definitely not least. Pray for your teens. I mean, sounds so trite, um, but talk about your kids all you want on your knees. And, and teach them to commune with God, that it's not the last resort, and, and that fellowship that they can have with him for themselves. One, you know, one of the things that we started doing, especially back when the kids were in college, is we would call and say, how can I pray for you this week? How can I pray for you today? Something that we still do to, do to this day, you know, oh, well, I've got a you know, research paper due or a meeting with a certain person. You know, and I and I try to do that when I meet people. How how can I pray for you? You know, and I think people will appreciate that. And as we do that with our teenagers, you know, um, they will they will as well. You know, don't be anxious, but pray about every situation. Lord, would you give, you know, Susie wise counselors, coaches, teachers, you know, help them to understand um, that there's discord out there, and and give them wise counsels to you know be incredibly led by by your truth. Um, you know, pray for your teens to have a heart for God. You know, we, you know, allow Susie to have a heart for you like King David, but remove the Saul and replace him with David and a man about whom God said, I found a man after my own heart. You know, God gives Susie a new heart and put a new spirit in them. Take out their stony heart. You know, pray for their protection and, you know, never before have your children spent so much time away from you. You know, Lord, you know, as they were dating or working or going to school. I mean, you're, believe me, your prayer life will grow exponentially at this stage. Uh, you know, praying for, you know, all the keeping them from harm over, you know, watching over them, praying for them to seek wisdom, you know, praying for them to have a calm heart and rest well at night. 
pray for loyal, positive, faithful friends. I mean, there's the list can go on and on and on, of course, of all the things that we need to, to pray for our kids. But it's definitely something other that we, you know, need to do, we need to commit to do, and, and be specific, you know. And if they say, Mom, would you pray about this for me? I mean, say, okay, I'm going to make that specific. What what can I pray for you today? What what What, what can I stand on your behalf in the throne room of God that is most important to you right now. And so I think that as we begin to pray for our, our teenagers, as we've been doing all their lives, but more so now uh, because they're faced with so many different decisions, I think it's really, really important that not only we pray for them, but they know that we're praying for them. Very good, and I, I really like that. Okay, and then change. One of the things that I think that as a parent that we don't understand is that we have to realize that it all goes back to the heart. You know, a change in behavior without a change in heart is not commendable, it's condemnable. Jesus said about the the hypocrisy of the Pharisees in Matthew 15, he said, you know what, you honor me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. You know, the outside of the, the cup is clean. You know, we, we have to unmask the sin. Just because you have a good teenager, a good kid, a kid who doesn't seem to be doing anything wrong, uh, doesn't get into trouble, doesn't cause you problems, that is something that we have to take into consideration, that that, that is not commendable, it's condemnable. And, you know, I, I'm, I have a situation going on right now, right now with um, – my, my niece, and and I would have never thought this, but I, my sister has two kids. She has a stepdaughter who's my daughter's age, and then she has a daughter who's 22. And the older daughter has been uh, rebellious you know, all her life, drugs, pregnancies, the whole thing. And And the younger daughter has always been the sweet one, goes to church and does everything. And on, so on the outside, Every, there, you know, she's a quote-unquote good kid, good person, now a good young adult. And unbeknownst to her parents, she has now has been pretty much got a job in another city about an hour away and planned on moving in with this guy. And they not only were floored, I think that's an understatement, um, but their whole life is turned around. And I think that I think about that, that on the outward, she did everything right. She was doing everything. She was saying everything. She, she's never been in trouble, never had a boyfriend. Um, so by all accounts, you would think this, is, this person is a good moral person, and, and she was, and she is, and, and all. But yet, what was going on, on the inside, nobody knew. And so I think if the heart doesn't change, it, it doesn't matter anyways. Again, Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart. It's where the wellspring of life is. It's where it's where all the issues flow from. You know, the word says it over and over again. You know, out of the heart, the, the mouth speaks. You know, again, there was a survey taken. You know, we started with a survey, and I'm going to kind of end with a survey that said, you know, they took a, these good kids, by all accounts, that never got into trouble, and they found out that 93% of them had admitted to lying and cheating. 46% of them had admitted 
to drugs, drinking, sneaking out, um, engaging in sex, driving 40 miles above the speed limit. So we cannot be concerned about the outside. We absolutely have to be concerned with the inside. And that's a hard lesson for everyone. I've heard the story repeated often um, in so many different families, uh, Jean, what you just described, and it is heartbreaking for all involved. And I think um, in one of the first shows um, that we did in this series, I, it's either podcast 37 or 38, I don't remember which, but I think it's the first one, Teen's, um, no, it's the second one, um, Teen Consequences, podcast 38, because you did talk about communicating and that is so important. And if you really want to hear some good um, advice about communicating with your teens and being open um, to those un uncomfortable topics that our kids want to talk about, because let's face it, Jean, if they're not talking to you, they're talking to someone else about it. So we want our kids talking to us about them. And um, and that you gave some really good advice in that podcast. Okay, so um, what about uh, the conclusion here? The conclusion of the matter is ultimately this, heart determines behavior, for it is within of a person's heart that evil thoughts come, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly, Mark 7, 21, 22. Above all else, guard your heart from everything you do flows from it in Proverbs. You know, we didn't do everything perfect, absolutely made a million mistakes. Um, but, you know, caring for your kids, protecting them, you know, giving them boundaries, showing you cares, you care, it also leads to the, the fact that you can continue to influence them even if they leave your home um, because of the relationship that you build with them. Um, check your child's heart. Check your heart first. Check their heart second. Um, and that's where... Uh, the issues are going to flow from. You know, I, I think bottom line comes down to what what would you tell your teenage self? If you could go back mm -hmm. and do that and you would even listen, what would you tell yourself? Very good. Very good advice. Well, Gina, I have so enjoyed this series. And, again, it's podcast uh, 36, 37, 38, and this one is 39. And you can find them at collegecraftgenius.com forward slash podcast. Thank you so much, Jean, and I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Well, thanks so much for listening to the College Prep Genius Radio Show. You can find more episodes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast or listen on iTunes, on your favorite podcast app, on your phone, on your computer, or on the go. Remember, visit collegeprepgenius.com for more information, and we'll see you soon.